This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down. Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to, once again, the Bass Cag oh, Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host, Welcome back to the Mindset Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Down. It's me, boy Jamie Skinner, Dan Perry. What's going on? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm tired. I'm making it. What about you? Yeah, just living a dream, man. Doing what I do. Just got back from the kids' hockey practice every week. Got some couple of little things in the mail. I got to got to play with. What you so, got? Uh, some. There you go. If you can see it, Phoenix Pro Series Arky jig, living rubber. Ooh, I love the rubber jigs. Yeah, I do too. I had there's a Helly's probably in college now, but there was a uh, local high school kid here. We do a our local club does a tackle swap every year at the high school in Priceville, and you basically like you rent a table if you're selling anything, and all that money goes towards the fishing team, or you make donations and all that stuff. And one of the kids up there uh, makes rubber Arky jigs. Really? Yeah. I, I, I didn't see him the last time I went, but the first time there, he had like a, an entire table of them. And I was like, how much? He's like a dollar a piece. So I bought all of them. <laughs> I just bought the whole table. <laughs> wow. I think I've only got like three left because of like using them, giving them to people and stuff like that. But they're like crazy nice rubber uh, Arky jigs. I've I've had their football jigs before. There's a little, little bit, a little bit too much gap in between the weed guard and the hook, but they're they're, they're pretty good, good looking jig. Yeah, I just, I just do I, I do black, brown, and then green. I mean, it's, and then I I do my own trailer, you know, X own trailers, but the the heads I I keep them simple. Yeah, I, most of my jigs I like to run are either football or finesse ball, like round head jigs, but I do 
black, blue, something green pumpkin and like brown, orange, peanut butter and jelly, something with brown. Yeah. But that and, and that's that's really about the only jigs I'm I'm like it's just a round ball head, a arky jig, and then a football jig or a, like a bigger casting jig, what O'Shaughnessy hook. But that's that's really the only three or four type of type of jigs I use now. I really sized them down a bunch. Yeah, I I realized I think it was last year I had way too many jigs. So like I had yeah. four boxes of jigs. So I've got it down to like really heavy football jigs some of the smaller finesse football jigs ball head well and swim jigs i mean i i love swim jigs yeah but uh if somebody's got some jigs they want to buy like you know shoot me a message i'll sell you some jigs for cheap so i got a whole bunch around here that i don't use anymore so yeah same for me if you're looking to to get rid of tackle swap i need to get in on that yeah it's some years it's good some years it's not but you usually can find something like i've bought you know, because like the NACA guys are m- most of the people selling and usually get like swim baits for a good deal. Or like like Jesse Halverson sold a whole box of uh, like big paddle tails one time with all the hooks and heads for them for like, you know, big, slow fishing. So it's for like ten dollars. There's probably two hundred dollars of paddle tails in that box, but you usually find like something worth it. We sell kayaks and stuff. I sold both my uh New canoes there one year in like five minutes. Uh, it's worth it. But what you said on jigs, if anybody is looking to offload some vision jerk baits, that is my goal for this off season is to Come learn on. how to fish a fucking jerk bait because I don't know how. So I watched a tactical bassin video that got me fired up for it, and I'm literally going to like I'm already planning the trip with a guy. I talked to him today. That's all we're doing. Like I ain't taking nothing else. I want to figure it out because I don't know how to do it. You need to go with one of our guests here because I know he is a pro at it. <laughs> I see what I'm shaking their head back there. Well, yeah. Tell us who we got. Uh, well, well, first I, I did have something I want to say that uh, oh, let's hear it. Every everybody's going to be. I mean, everybody's going to find out. Might as well. I we were going to have Drew on today. Drew Gregory, he won the Bass Pickwick event, and and there's some people protesting it, and that's. I don't know anything about that. So, you know, good luck to him. I know I, he's always been a stand-up guy to me. I'm sure whatever happened, you know, it all worked out. Um, but one thing I do want to say on that, because I've seen it in different forums and different groups and everything and different chats with a bunch of people, is a lot of people talk about rule sets and they talk about, taking away more and more skinny water got skinny water from people because they don't want to go through the hassle of trying to make rules that make it possible for these guys to get out there and fish our strengths and fish shallow water. And a lot of these guys right now are having to fish in a gray area on how the rules are interpreted. I mean, you, you know, you fish skinny water all the time and those guys are always continually pushing pushing the rules they're finding the edge of the rules and we need to find a way and come together as a sport to make those rules so those people don't have to be on the edge of the rules i know that drew in the past has said that he has some kind of mileage calculation based on how big the lake is and the creeks are and a distance you can go but i, I would just challenge every tournament director that does listen to this in the country whether you're grassroots or a national trail to don't 
don't bring in the boundaries just to make it easier. Let's find a way. And if there's anything I could do, message us. We'll do anything we can on this podcast where if we can have a, a, a forum with different tournament directors and talk it out, if there's anything we can do here at Paddle and Fin to help figure that out so these people don't have to work in the gray area so much. I just hate to see, you know, people having to push the limits of the rules whenever they they can win without having to push the limits of the rules. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, that's that's kind of why, like, I haven't really stuck to my strengths in the national tournaments that I have yeah. done is, like, whether it's I'm unclear about my rule or sometimes it's just like, man – I could probably go up there and whack them, but it could get protested because I'm not a hundred percent sure that that counts. So I just don't do it. Like uh, the bass on Pickwick last year was a good example. I, I even tried, I was going to go way up in some skinny water and I did it and there were fish, but I was just, I couldn't convince myself to take the gamble. Cause you know, like shitty that make you feel to, like do really good. And then they'd be like, yeah. Nope, sorry. You didn't understand the rules. And but, it, it, it it shouldn't it should be clear cut. I mean, it, you get that that the sh, there should be no gray. Maybe I, I, it's funny if, because if, if it's, it's not even or whatever it is, it needs to be a hard boundary, and everything up to that is okay. You it's know? funny that like it's not even just like this national level stuff. Like that's yeah. not all we talk about here. Grassroots. Like I yeah. literally had to go through this today. Someone messaged me about the state championship and sent me a gray area. <laughs> And I talked to a couple other tournament directors. I didn't tell them who sent it to me. That way there's no bias to it. And we all had the same. I already knew what my decision was. And I explained to them the same thing. And they were like, no, yeah. And I allowed it because, one, I'm the director. So I get to, you know, it says in our rules, the uh, rules can be, or the boundaries can be changed by the tournament director. But, like, there is. There's just gray areas. And it's not even like this person's trying to, get ahead of the game or get in a like a locked up area it's just like well i know the rule says this but what does that mean you know and i don't know i think like you said drew said it before he's got the it's like the square miles of the lake formula thing but i also i don't think we'll see that it change honestly i don't I don't think folks like getting beat by Greek fishermen. And I don't mean that because I am one. I just, you hear the, the banner about it and the local stuff. You hear I'm, the guys. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Creek fisherman. Yeah. Yet, but, but I want all those guys to go do their thing. I, I want them to spread out because it's if they go and fish that, and mean to get on a big, to make this a whole show kind of thing, but it keeps people off the lake where I'm trying to fish a lot of times. Right. So it's, it's fine for me for them to go up in the, you know, so I never see them. That's I mean, cool. my, my whole arguments. That's what makes kayaking. Kayaking is like, yeah. I'm getting places boats can't get. If you limit me to only places boats can get, then I should probably just go buy a boat. Like, but anyway, it's, it, it's, and, and that's it. It's easy to make rules to, to bring down the boundaries mm-hmm. the challenges to, keep them expanded so just challenge to all tournament directors out there but uh tonight we're going to talk kfl we don't do it very often it's the 
kind of the, the black sheep of the national trails. <laughs> but uh, tonight, That's saying something if you consider that the yeah, black sheep under yeah. KBF, because KBF, it's like something came along that people decided they could hate more than KBF, which blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, and some people do. But uh, tonight we have the two teams that have made it to the KFL camp championship at the end of the month on Chickamauga. We have the team that uh, that me and Coley co-own. So we have Coley McGowan, co-owner of the Coos Kingfishers, Chuck Wise, a, a valuable MVP level teammate, and uh, and from the Massachusetts. I can't say Massachusetts. I'm just Massachusetts. I'm sorry, I can't say that word. Massive two shits. There, there you go, Mike Marcone. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Hi. Thank you all for being on. How do you say it? Because I can't say it. Massachusetts. There you go. I've even yeah, been there. I went to firefighting school there. I've been on the big green monster and yep. I can't, I still can't say the name of that state. I'm not even a fan anyway. I don't blame you. The place kind of sucks. It's all right, but <laughs> yeah. I've been south and I'm like, wow, I, I like these guys. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. It's I, I'm into hunting and fishing my whole life and Massachusetts is not the best place for all that. But, but I, you know, it's still great. It's home. So, you know, it is what it is, but. Anyhow, well, congrats on the season. I mean, to us and to y'all. I mean, it's and and y'all won the league last year, so that's back to back to make it to the championship. That's, I mean, that's that's amazing in itself. But um, but we'll get we'll go ahead and do. I I think I think y'all have all been on now. But we'll go ahead and start with you, Mike, if you want to tell I everybody who you are. We got one more know. back there in the background. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Nate Nate uh, just joined. Oh, okay. yeah. If you guys want one more? There yeah. we go. Nate too. There you go, man. How you doing? Yeah. How you? I'm sorry. I, I had to scroll down. I didn't see you down there. My bad, man. Uh, but man. Appreciate you being on. Uh, Mike, we'll start with you. Tell everybody who you are, man. Yeah, just Mike Marcone. I, I, you know, I've been doing some of the national stuff for a couple of years. Um, and uh the regional stuff got into kfl obviously last year you know that that first year it was a lot of fun man it was uh you know obviously there's been um a few bumps in the road this year you know as we all know i mean some some stuff that made some big uh big news and all that but really it was just such a cool concept and a lot of fun and and uh we ended up kind of going all the way and winning the whole thing and i mean just total blast and it's uh so as far as kfl goes i mean it's you know, um, been doing that now. This is second year, and it's you always hear all the nonsense, but really, a lot of guys that fish it, you know, seem to love it. So, in terms of like the angler experience, um, yeah, sure, there's been some hiccups. It's a new format, there's a lot of stuff to work out, no doubt. There's a lot of moving parts, but it, it's really been a great experience, and uh, you know, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. So, um that's kind of how we ended up here. You know, it's, it's become almost priority uh, over some of the other stuff we've done, you know, in, in terms of travel. So um, I enjoy the hell out of it. I don't know. I think KFL is great. So. Yeah. Nate, how about you, man? I'm Nate Shagnon. I'm a Massachusetts Maulers. I started fishing KBF and stuff like back in 2018. And, uh, this is my first year with the KFL. Hopped on with these guys. Uh, I want to say it was like a couple weeks before the season started. And, uh, it's just been a fun experience. I mean, every fishing experience is fun, though. We all know that. So, for sure. That's about it. 
Man, that, I don't know what kind of couch that is, but that bitch looks comfortable. Oh, definitely. Yes. It does. Definitely like is. I was like, man, my dude's relaxed. relaxed. I mean, that, like I'm cushions are big. Nate always talks extremely slow. It's uh, it's his uh, he's just got that swag, you know. So kind of, uh, kind of yeah, my ammo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a Mainer? It seems like they uh, the maniacs up there talk a little bit slow. No, I'm from Massachusetts. I actually oh. live like five minutes away from John Ferrer and Kenwood. We're all kind of right there in the same area. Gotcha. I, I was up there for in Bangor for six months in the military one time. All right. Coley, how about you, man? You've been on a couple times, but people didn't see it. Tell them who you are, man. If they don't, uh, they should know who you are, but if they don't know. Uh, Coley McGowan from uh, Gasden, Alabama. Uh, pretty much, Pretty much it. Dude's got like eight kids. And he's a popo. <laughs> he could have not said he was from Gadsden, and any Alabama person listening to this could have picked that out. Yeah, you just you can just hear it. Just Gadsden. <laughs> and Chuck, how about you, man? Yeah, Chuck Wise. You know, been fishing local, KFL for two years. You know, just like Mike. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I think, I think uh, fishing with your buddies is always fun. Even if you're not competing with them or against them, you're competing with them. It makes it even funner, you know. Uh, you know, me, you, and Coley, we, we've had our experiences, like, competing against each other. And, you know, it's, it's always fun. But, yeah, fishing with each other is a lot more fun, too. So something to add about Chuck is uh, Chuck has been a terror in local Alabama fishing this year that we all hope comes to an end soon because <laughs> I have came second to this man twice this year, two second and third. And I don't want to do that anymore because those are all days. I was very confident in my abilities. And then old Chuck slid right on by, <laughs> but 
no nah, i i think uh i think you've had a kick-ass year dude like yeah man good job it's, man it's it's been a blessing i'm not gonna lie and uh and i've I got could, money on you to win state so you gotta show out at state hey you you, you call me and that's bad luck <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and coley was also the uh mvp for the kfl last year yeah yeah, I forgot about that. I, the Hammers didn't – we didn't make it past – because last year, me, Chuck, and Coley were all on the Alabama Hammers, and this year we just decided to make our own team. But um, we made it to the, the Southern Conference Championship and went to Texas to the Bandits, <laughs> the band team, and they uh, <laughs> and they, they beat us by, like, I don't know. They had, like, 214 inches. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, got, you got to catch your PB out there. So Yeah, yeah it was a good one. 24 i had a 24 but they had three 24s dude i, re- I remember listening to that because they did the centralized stream and we were on uh the warden's pond with uh rhode island and the, dude this place you want to talk about tough man i mean you're lucky to get you know if it was an individual attorney like you're real lucky to get five bites man i mean big time we're all sitting there struggling and they're just doing updates we're like these guys have like I can't catch 200 inches in a season in Rhode Island. Never mind an afternoon. You know, it was it was wild to listen to. That was a uh, Texas's performance. You guys ran into a buzzsaw on that. You know, yeah, we we had like 196, I think, or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, we had a great day this year. We even added Dustin Nichols to the team in Texas, a PNFOs from a uh, chasing the tide saltwater guy, but he's unbelievable. Uh, bass fisherman. I, I'll say it. I say it all the time. People are lucky he's not more like bass fishing prioritized. He'd be a terror on the national circuit, dude. He's good and uh, like good, good. Yeah, we we put him on the team just in case we had to go back to Texas <laughs> because he knows that area so well. Like we put Jordan on the team. One of the reasons, I mean, Jordan's Jordan. I mean, he you know he's great no matter what. But he's on. We put we put him on the team for chick in case we did make it and we put Dustin on the team for Texas, that was our seventh and eighth guys, you know? We, so, so we tried to prepare for what we didn't do last year, I guess. No, that's smart. You that's just weekend. Say what? Didn't you have yourself a weekend this weekend? Yeah, I had a good weekend. I, I thought that was you on the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A great yeah. weekend. Yeah, the Virginia guy. <laughs> I, I'm not talking bad about the Virginia guys because we met them afterwards and they didn't say anything. But uh, well, like we met up and ate with them. But apparently on the stream, and I didn't go back and listen to it, but they were saying that we were cheating or we had fish tied up or or something like yeah. that. And, and then me and Chuck get on the live stream and and catch fish live. You know, I catch like a twenty and three quarter, and then they don't say anything else after that. What what is what is it about? Like, man, your home field was really why I you know I don't know much about that fishery, but I, that was a pretty crazy advantage all year. I mean, you guys just crushed everybody. You know, it was. Uh, I don't even think it was close. Like, <clears throat> do you even have one within like twenty inches? I mean, yeah. It, the when, whenever the um, what Palmetto came here, and I, I think was that that one was about twenty, right? Was Pal- <laughs> yeah, Palmetto was close or was reasonably close, and then the Slayers was probably one of the other closest ones yeah so that those were two closest but that's been our home our home lake both with the hammers and this year you know with the kingfishers but it just (coughs) man i'll tell you what neely is it's one of those places you just can't go there for a couple of days and find them it's 
it's a place that's fun. It's got a lot of fish, but it really anywhere on Acusa river is just, it's, it's tough, man. <laughs> like Neely, Neely is, I mean, almost all the Coos river lakes, like he said, are super tough when he, they were doing, I guess they, I say they, when Dan was doing some pre-fishing, um, he's in one of the monthlies here and he sent us a message and was like, he had like 92 inches already the first day of the month. And I was like, where is he at? And he was like, Neely. And I was like, what? And he was like, and I wasn't even trying. He's like, I think it's going to be great. And then I, I actually, I never tuned into the KFL stuff. I tuned in just long enough to see what was going on and was like, well, it got better. But it's not like anybody that was part of that banner about the cheating and bullshit. Like, y'all understand that. Dan and them get to fish this lake, and it still doesn't really do that great normally. Like, well, it's it, it's tough and whatever. I mean, they came a long way from Virginia, and they practiced a few days. I'm sure they came down. They were they were pissed off that they didn't, you know, it didn't go their way. But uh, they, they yeah. said they remember being on our stream, and uh, Todd Patrick gave the update at like eight thirty. And I think you hear me say right to Ferrero, like, "Oh, that one's over." <laughs> <laughs> But I, I will say I'll give Coley all the credit because I was on one of his spots he gave me. So it's not I, – I, I literally – like usually whenever we fish at Lake, I'm just the guy shooting – I've said this before. Like I'm just shooting free throws while they're shooting three-pointers. I'm, I'm in a place where I'm just catching 15s and 16s. And by the end of the day, my fish don't count. So like I'll only put up like one fish a tournament it's not that I didn't have a good day and I didn't catch a bunch of other fish. I just couldn't keep up with them. That's going to get real awkward when Hobie announces, you know, Neely Henry next year and you're sitting on Coley's spot. Like, Hey, nah. <laughs> no, no I, I done told him I won't fish it against him. So no, I know. I know Dude, that is one of the, you know, with KFL, that is one of the strange things. And like, I know our groups, you know, like you mentioned, before the show, we have that EKF thing, which is really cool regional trail. And, uh, like we all fish against each other a lot too, you know, and we're crazy competitive. Like we're not, we're not, like I can swear to God that when it comes to individual stuff, you know, like we're not sitting there helping each other at all, like at all, you know, we want to kill each other. I mean, it's real, real competitive, but we just throw that shit away. You know, it's like when it comes to KFL, it's like, we, we really, I really think that's, why we've been pretty successful is that we, we just forget it all, you know, the, and the egos, like we adjust our lineups probably more than most teams, you know, and like based on either availability or some guys are better smally fishermen and some are better shallow. And I mean, there's never been bickering or infighting and it's, it, it is kind of fun to have such like a competitive group of humans who, <clears throat> I mean, dude, we'll gamble on everything, you know, like if we're out practicing, we're like side turning, let's go, you know, it's like, so to <laughs> then awesome. work together and have no issues, you know what I mean? It's uh, uh, even hearing rumblings around the leagues of like other teams infighting and bickering about playing time and not agreeing on spots. And it's like, man, we've just never had any of that. It, it seems like you guys do a great job sharing info too. And I, I really think that's a big part of like, what this is all about is just kind of, you know, you got some big names too on your team, you know, and it's, you got to hang those egos at the door and just kind of work together. And that's, you know, one thing for all the, you know, nonsense that KFL gets thrown its way. That's one thing I've really, really liked about it. You know, it's just a very different take on fishing. Um, 
which I think is an extremely individual sport, you know, so it's unique to work together. It's fun. I, I think really that's a thing that I've learned the most from the KFL is how you're getting to see in real time how your buddy is breaking down. Somebody who fishes differently than you is breaking down the same body of water and could be doing better or worse than you. And it's, you know, it's, it's just crazy to see like how, Oh, well he was throwing this and I was throwing this. This is why that worked. This is the section of the lake or the river that, that worked. And why didn't I choose that? You know, I mean, it's, is it getting to see all the available things that you could have done? And, and I, I think I've learned the most, that's been my favorite part of the KFL. not only hanging out with the guys, but getting to learn exactly real time on the same day, same body of water, what you could have done differently and getting 100% honesty and truthfulness on, on what they did. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's super eye opening, and I've learned so much from it. That's been my favorite part of it for sure. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. That's why I turned it down. I got a, an invite a couple months ago for a team that was getting in on it next year and they wanted to do that. It's a, a another Florida based team, but they wanted to have like, you know, the ace in the hole in Alabama. And they're like, yeah, if we happen to come there, you can just help all of us out and share, you know, all your information. I was like, yeah, not count me out, bro. Like, I can't have y'all come in here and add just being like, hey, where do we go? Because I'm just going to be like, fucking figure it out. I don't care. Like, yeah. I've worked too hard for a lot of it, you know? And they, Well, that situation's different, too. You know what I mean? Like, the, like we're fishing with our buddies, you know? Like, yeah. uh, we all, we're all, like, look how small Massachusetts is. You know what I mean? It's like, we're all like real close and really you could cut it in half too. We're all from like Worcester East, you know? Mm-hmm. So it really, if you look at that, like a lot of other teams in the KFL are bringing guys from other areas and, and it's, so it, it really is kind of unique. Like we're, we're, we're pretty tight knit group and it's, it's, I could see like if someone approached me like that, I wouldn't want to share info with guys that I didn't know like that. You know, it's not at all, you know? And, and like you're talking about, with like Coley sharing some stuff with you and it's cause you know, there will be an event there eventually. That's a cool fishery, yeah. you know? And it's like, you got to be able to trust each other to show respect later. You know, if you're going to share information or for you sure, can, because, y'all can like take that info and y'all can just go dominate that event together. Yeah. Well, Hey, I mean, I'm sure a lot of that goes on <laughs> on these quote unquote national trails. Anyway, we oh, all know, you know, 100%. we all know there's plenty of, it depends on, on there, it depends so. on whose Facebook you read. Some people yeah. say that that doesn't happen, but yeah, I've, yeah, we've had plenty of people on this show who have said that they fish in teams. So, yeah. so to say that it doesn't happen is yeah. just not. I reality. mean, I, I don't have any evidence to the whole team thing, but there's definitely like sharing of information, which is good. I mean, there's nothing yeah, wrong with sharing information. <clears throat> well, I mean, we've we've seen it. I mean, like undeniable just watched it you know and it's i mean technically they're not really breaking any rules so it's i mean what well, you know what can I mean, you really my say? hatred is just the jealousy that i'm not in the circle that gets gets all the good information <laughs> see but that guy to, to me i'm just not into it you know it's like it, it's like such uh, it's like, like almost like a weakness like it's okay to lose you know it's like the spirit of competition it's like i want to go out and win or lose you know and like and i want to do that on my own and it's like, if I get my ass whooped, then I get my ass whooped. You know what I mean? It's like, at least I know I went out there. I did it. It's like, and then when you win, it's just so much sweeter. Cause you're like, it's, it's legitimate, man. You're not, you're not bending any rules. You're not stretching anything. You're not working with anyone. You do it the right way. 
yeah, technically that's just for you, but it's like, to me, I'm like, I just, I just don't get some of the stuff that goes on. And again, it's to each their own, you know, I'm not, not like dumping on anyone, but it's just, it's just not for me personally, you know, a lot of that stuff, like even with the team things, like you can't, I can't have somebody tell me, Oh, go throw this and do this, do this here. Like you can give me an area and I'll go fish it how I fish it. But like dot talk, doc talk with oh this bait doing this this depth, I just that messes me up so bad. I I just can't handle it. Like it, it'll spin me out. I, I just like if somebody wants to share information with like KFL type stuff. Oh, have you tried this area? That's that's good. But the the detail stuff, I I can only fish the way I fish. And, <laughs> It's like anytime I get that kind of information anyway, it usually ends up being something I'm no good at anyway. Yeah. They'll be like, they'll come in and be like, grab your jerk bait box boys. I'm like, well, well I'm out. I'm going to go do something else. You I know? think our team is actually big on, uh, we all kind of respect each other's way of fishing. And I know a lot of times when we practice, like if one of us gets on them and tells the others, they'll come over, but we'll never go right to the same bait they're throwing. We'll see if we can get them going on something else. And we all just kind of respect each other's styles and know that we can all catch fish. I think that that's a big one too. I, I know with us, it's been, you know, like if, Jordan, Joe, Coley, Chuck, it doesn't matter. Like we, I have, we, and we all like setting lineups or just fishing with other people. We all, we all have so much respect for each other and how they fish that, you know, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to tell Coley, Oh, go do this. He, man, you got to get on this bite. You got to throw this or Chuck go do that. Hell no. Like uh, these guys are as good, if not better than me every day of the week. And I'm I'm not going to try. You know, we have all the utmost respect for each other. I I think that's been a big part of it too. You know, absolutely. I, I think that's why we. I think that's why we've been as successful as we have, along with y'all, is because like we feed off each other. And I'm, at the beginning of the season, we all said if we're going to make a run at this thing. We really got to come together and put all our individual stuff aside and just all put our, you know, eggs in one basket and work together as a team. And so, like, I mean, when a bite wasn't going on for me or somebody else, I mean, we were constantly in contact with each other and, you know, updating and, you know, hey, try this spot or, hey, you know, maybe this was working for me, this wasn't working for me. And, you know, some of these spots I fished here, I mean, I've lived here all my life, so it's like I fished here since I was knee high with my pawpaw, and so I mean, it's it's it really is hard to share information like that. But we knew we gave our team the best chance if we all worked together on this fishery that we didn't think anybody in the country could beat us, just because of how much knowledge and experience we have here, and the willingness to work together. I mean, it just. I mean, it, it wasn't going to happen. I mean, in my eyes, it definitely worked. <laughs> and it, it really is like, I, I don't know. I, like, I know people on the outside, some people have, you know, they don't understand why you'd fish the KFL, but it's, it's so much different. And whenever you're in it, it feels different and how much you're talking and how much you're just, you know, you're sharing and, and seeing bouncing things off other people. 
like like i'll ask oh you know i've got the me and chuck oh okay we're going out here i've got this 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 and this tied on what are you going to have tied on and then he says well maybe it's a you know maybe something i didn't think about like this this kind of profile or a certain pattern or what whatever it was that oh yeah i should i should try that too or i'll at least have it in the box with me that day or something you know so it's Man, it's yeah. Kiffville. I'm really not trying to talk it up, but it's the two years I've done it. It's, it's I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, but I mean, there's no shame in talking it up either. There's so yeah. much. Bull, there's so much bullshit online, and it's like people just love to. <laughs> they just love to hate and bitch and moan, and it's like, dude, if you're some dork that's just sitting online constantly shitting on every other trail, it's so pathetic, dude. It's like I, I've had fun. First of all, I did a hobby event awesome i mean those dudes yeah. ran that so well it was my, one of my favorite events i've ever done it was unbelievable it was awesome right but i've had great times kbf ekf is phenomenal our local trail makb is phenomenal i've had a great time it's just like to me a lot of its perspective it's like i mean you could blow holes in almost anything and it's just it's just like for what you know like this idea it's like most of us we all work this whole pro kayak thing it's like that's some bullshit too. You know, we're all just, we're all doing this for fun. Uh, it's expensive. It's, it's a lot of travel. We get time away from our families, you know, it's a passion thing. And it's like, to me, it's like, God, to spend any time, you know, and, and it's not to say that there aren't legitimate criticisms. Right. But yeah. it's like, just like where, where are you pointing your energy all the time? You know? And it's like, I've just had a lot of fun trying all of it. And I'd rather just try to be like positive about certain things and just try to contribute instead of constantly, tearing everything apart except you know one or two things that maybe you have a connection with or some bias some some reason that you you know it's just it's crazy to me it's like um you know i just think it's better overall for the community for everyone to just try to kind of kind of be a little more positive you know and work together and it's i i know it affects the way sponsors look at things and bigger money and oh yeah just kind of like I, I just think we handle ourselves a little more as a community, you know, professionally and just kind of more positive. I think long term, that's going to grow things more than the constant negativity, you know. So as far as KFL goes, I mean, we all know the hiccups, right? You, Greg will be the first to go take accountability. I've heard him do it many streams. He, he's He puts himself out there all the time. I mean, they've said some things that rub guys the wrong way, right? But that's it's kind of entertaining, you know, and it's it gets people talking and it's there were some hiccups, but there are also a lot of really good things, you know, and it's, yeah. so it's just kind of like, what do you want to focus on? I mean, it's, I've had nothing but fun fishing and it. it really is a blast. And it's the best thing is, is it's a new unique idea. Like the idea is outstanding. Like execution wise, of course, he's going to work on some things and it's, you know, longevity. We got to prove it over multiple years. I mean, there's, there's a lot of questions, right? It's a new thing, but it, it's just to me, the hate, I, I just, I really don't understand it. You know, it's, it, I, I, just I mean, it's, it's very simple. It's like anything else in the world. It's like the select few just hate on anything that is not, you know, their go-to or what they're into. And unfortunately negative gets way more yeah. looks than positivity does. So it's, and I don't mean that KFL. I mean, look at, look at like Bassmaster like the criticism that kayak series has got take it out of the kayak fishing the mlf constantly getting harassed when they came to the 
fishing world with a new style format that wasn't the big five fish live on stage, you know, it's well, look at, look at, and uh, you know, look at Drew Gregory, right? I don't, I know nothing about what you mentioned in the beginning of the broadcast, right? Like nothing. I don't even know why it's being protested. Like, and frankly don't really care, you know, but, but say it goes the other way, right? Like, so now he's had a pretty epic season here. Right. And, you hear about it, but like, how much do you really hear about it, right? And now, if this goes the other way and something happens, I hear about it. It'll be every yeah, you know. And it's just kind of like guys, like, okay, great, you know. It's just to me, it's just like it just brings everything down, you know. And it's 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 unfortunate it has to be that way, we, you know. But we we've had the talk on here all the time. That's what kills a lot of this for me. Is like I used to be less like ate up with this crap. And it's just, there's so much negativity around it now. It's just like, I'd rather just go fishing. And like, I love my paddle and fin family. I love doing the podcast. I will 100% say is the only reason I'm still part of anything fishing on social media is because we have to stay in the know to talk with people and stuff like that. You know, I, I feel like it'd be a very boring show if we were completely disconnected. But I feel like I would enjoy tournament fishing a lot more if it's like you didn't hear about every little bad detail every time <clears throat> something came up i mean sometimes there's i mean there is like like especially if you're like y'all y'all are in kfl if y'all are the one criticizing it it means something y'all are doing it but it's the outside criticism like have you tried it no shut the fuck up like <laughs> come try it i think a, a, a lot of it for me has been the rules and with the like the bandits, you know, we can, I've argued with Derek Miller online. I don't know how many times, but I think it was ultimately the right decision. And it's something that Greg and the league were pushed into a, I'm not trying to bring all this up. I feel like they were pushed into a corner, but I, but next year they're going to a different way. Rules are going to be made or a different rules committee and everything's going to be more lined out with different people doing it. And I think that's going to make a big step, you know, a bit, that's going to be a big step in the right direction. So, you know, I think I, I, the, the cool, thing the cool thing with the KFL for me is like, I know a lot of us grew up probably playing sports, football yeah. and all that. And, uh, you know, you did it with all your buddies and it was like, you, you were closer with them than you were with your family going through that stuff and growing up like that. And this kind of brought that back to sports for me as an adult too, is it's like you're on a team again with your buddies and you're all playing together for that common goal again. When you win, you know, it's no longer just you, you're winning with all of them and it's the full celebration as the team. That's what's piqued my interest. I had zero interest in it in the beginning, but like listening to Dan talk about it, like, I don't know, that kind of fires me up too. Like I miss the close like team feel like baseball and football, like you said. And, you know, like, I don't know if it'd be something I'd ever commit to, but like the same thing I've been asked of from this other team somewhere else, I would consider it if it was like a bunch of guys I'm really close with, you know? Like if it's like, hey, we know you're good in moving water, you know, you want to be part of it in case that happens. That'd be different because it's, you know, it's your buddies, like like you said. But, well, let's, uh, I want to talk just about like the success in y'all seasons and what you would, uh, I mean, outside of you got a great group of guys, like what else do you think, you know, made your season so successful and anybody can start? 
I'd just say, you know, the way we work together and that camaraderie and that willpower definitely has a lot to do with the success we've had as a team. I mean, I know it wasn't just about the guys that were playing. We had multiple matches where if you weren't playing, you were out there pre-fishing for the guys that couldn't get out there. And we all just put it out on the line. I mean, I know we've kind of all been in playoff mode since, what, week six, Mike? I mean, yeah, I mean, at least it's been crazy. It really – yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, some, some of our season success this year, honestly – stems from our lack of success early you know i mean we kind of got our asses whooped a little early and it's uh we just got into the I, you know i do believe in momentum and fishing and I, I really think we just put our heads down and just like we were just so like we all pressure off in a weird way as much pressure as there was we were just like it was just do or die there was nothing to think about we came together as a group and again it's like there was so much room you know, we had drama with ex-teammates and drama with other teams and drama about the in the beginning, you know, right? So there was so much room for our group to fall apart. And I swear to God, we came together more, you know, and it was just kind of like the the attitudes, you know, I wish everyone could see it. You know, we faced a lot of adversary, adversity and it was like zero nonsense. It was all just like straightforward, you know, it was like really felt like a perfect mentality. And I think that catapulted us into this run you know where we're just like we're just head down and just looking to destroy that's it like we don't care about anything else you know and it's just very very focused and and together more than anything you know it's like we're getting criticized on broadcast and what's going on with them they stay you know and then we had teams in our region right very small region we all know each other very well all the different teams you know and one thing about KFL I'll say is some of like the great anglers, they'll almost get like brought that like people will be like, well, why aren't they putting up giant this and giant that? And it's like, I'm like, dude, pump the brakes. Like this guy's won everywhere. Like he's phenomenal, you know. Oh, and then that kills the, me. <laughs> yeah. And then some of the not so great guys, not, not, I don't want to say that. Like I don't want to offend anyone, but like, you know, more average guys that haven't necessarily won all the time on an individual level are being inflated like crazy, you know, and then you get this, like all these different swirling personalities and egos all like an hour and a half away from each other. The Northeast gets pretty wild, you know, it's like uh, only just because of proximity, you know, and it's like, so it, you know, there were a lot of situations where we could have fallen apart. And I, I really think that's our biggest strength right now is just that, that teamwork thing. And it's an old, football cliche and all that but i mean we really are a strong team and and hyper focused you know and it's just kind of um i just think when you get in that zone man it's just anybody fishing that way is dangerous then you get a group of guys working together fishing that way i think it makes you you know really dangerous so and really to go start the season oh and three right and then to what it was, it was? I think it was one and three, but one, one no, three. it was it was zero and three, and then we won week four. Were we? Yeah, I don't yeah. even. And, and then to go from there to win so many games, and then your last game to go all the way to Indianapolis and to beat a team that, then two seasons have never lost at home. Man, that's oh man, that's, that was such that's a awesome dude. game too. Yeah, I know I said it the other night, but who I got back to the boat rent and I was the first one back to that and I mean Indy had the rest of their teammates there and 
they put a couple of fish up afterwards, and I saw it hit 164 to our 164 and three quarters. And man, I felt like I was going to puke waiting for that other fish <laughs> come across. Are they done? It was it was rough. It was rough on the soul. But that's, I mean, we've broke down every game we've had, basically, you know, taking it one game at a time and. When we finish it, you know, we look at what we did right and what we did wrong, and then it's real quick, you know, happy if we won, but then it's right back on to the next one. I mean, I know we got guys on the team. We close our eyes, and we're seeing Mabionics maps, and it's it's an addiction for sure. Yeah. Good addiction. I think our, uh, our one of the better ones for sure. <laughs> Our, our biggest thing this year was being able to win on the road. What we went two and two on the road, yeah. um, you know that that's huge. I mean, kind of us on Neely, that's almost automatic. But you know, being able to win on the road, that that was huge for us. I think I think another thing was putting the right pieces to the puzzle, like. When we were picking the team, we were like, "Okay, who are we gonna go after?" Because if we're gonna make a run at this thing, we need to we need to have all the pieces to the puzzle ready to go, and just plug and play. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if you ain't got the right pieces to the puzzle, you're not gonna have a perfect puzzle. And I mean, it was it was pretty easy. I mean, really, as far as picking guys, <clears throat> you know, we needed some guys that were you know had certain strengths. Um, because you know we we wanted to be well rounded for everything that we came came across to. If we were fishing lakes, rivers, you know, freaking the ocean, you know, anything. I mean, we were just we wanted to make sure our team was squared away in every way possible. That way, that we had a chance at winning any team that we fished against. And I mean, I think we couldn't have put together a better team. Um, and I mean, it's <clears throat> like Chuck was saying, traveling. I mean. That's, I mean, that getting home field advantage in the KFL in the playoffs, like we knew in at the beginning of the season, if we get that, we will give our chance a legitimate – I mean, we we will give ourselves the perfect chance to make it all the way. Um, and I think that will, every team wished they would have got home field advantage in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, every team wants that. But, I mean, we just knew how important it was to us. Not saying we don't travel well. Um, because I mean, like I got second at Pickwick last year in the Bassmaster tournament, but I mean, this year we all agreed, Hey, we're going to focus our main, all of our time on the KFL. And, and I, I feel like a lot of teams did not do that. I feel like a lot of teams were like, Oh, I got a Hobie tournament coming up or I got a KBF tournament coming up or a Bassmaster tournament, you know, and other guys would play for them where like most of our guys, you know, Joe fishes Hobies, Dan's fished Hobies, I fished Hobies. Jordan fishes Hobie's like, you know, we all fish different trails, but I think that was the big thing with our team this year was that our main focus was the KFL and we knew we had a chance to, you know, go to the championship if we just played our cards right. And I mean, I think that's, I think that was a huge factor in this year. Well, I think you said something definitely key there. I mean, we have, we have a lot of guys on ours that, you know, are well-rounded all over. I mean, you get started on Brundle and Matt and what they've done in KBF. I mean, that goes back to us just trusting our guys. I think, like, all of us have had a national finish in KBF somewhere. And 
we just trust we're going to get it done no matter who we send. It's it, Sometimes it's tough. And if you don't listen to it, the KBF does, I mean, KFL does a lot of broadcasts. And, uh, and some of the announcers on there, you think sometimes, like, it, it's it's tough whenever they'll say, oh, you know, I can't believe that they they sent they sent Dan this week or or they sent Chuck and they didn't send Jordan and Joe or what it, you know it's like who you know am, am I just like dog shit like you're just yeah, like, oh yeah. you know, <laughs> like I'm sorry I'm on the B team on my own team but yeah. you know and then I got a I got it was a surprising I was gonna be going to Indy. But uh, they, they followed it up with I was a wild card and could be something good or bad. But, yeah, I mean, I've that, gotten some of that in the league, yeah. too. Maybe the broadcasters need to learn some of that professionalism you see on the on like the big big boat TV stuff. They seem to, to know all the good things about everybody, you know. It's, it's tough. I mean, a lot of the people, especially at the beginning of the season, they don't know who everybody is, so. And and yeah, doing a podcast, I mean, it, it's it's tough, man. It's so tough, and and bless them guys for doing. I'm glad they do it. It's a lot of fun to watch, but sometimes some of the things they say, it's it, it, it definitely you, almost gives you a little bit a little bit more fuel to. Oh, it definitely, it definitely yeah. does. Definitely yeah. does. To be fair, you can Google those big boat guys, and all their info will yeah. stack up. I'm valid. pretty sure you valid. any of us, and it's like, who is this guy? All right, we got his Facebook. We can see what it says. <laughs> and then whenever you have so many teams playing and so many possible people that could play, it's it's hard to you know yeah. hard for them guys to do all that research. And, I mean, intent matters too, right? Like they're they're trying to make it fun and like give content. Yeah. It's like you got to give. It's so different from like just actual direct hate, you know. And it's like, and that's where our egos come into play. Where we're like, what? And like, you don't think I should play? Well. It's like, let's go, bitch. You're like, you I, come play me then, you know? It's like, so it, it's one of those. Grudge match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you want a side bet? Let's go. Yeah. You know, it's just, so it's an ego thing, you know? You hear someone question you, and it's on an individual trail that doesn't happen. And that's one of the cool things about KFL, too, is the added pressure. Like, if I'm having a, like, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like, you can ask my teammates, too. I'm a little bit oh, nuts yeah. before a tournament. Like, I can't sleep, and I get all hyper, and. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm crazy, you know, I'm, I'm, I get too into it a little bit and then I get all stressed and wound up and some of these guys are just super relaxed and it's, uh, but it's like, you know, you do put added pressure, like you don't want to let your guys down almost, I, I almost like that even more than like the, com the friendship and all that. It's like, it makes it so fun. Cause you're like, dude, I can't screw this up. Like I can't be the one to to really suck today and, and like cost us, which is like, which is funny week one in Maine, I, I went out there and put up like 190 something inches and I had the wrong identifier all day, which I've never done in any tournament ever, you know, and they're just like dumping on me on the broadcast after. And I was just like, Oh dude, this is terrible, you know? And, um, but that added pressure I think is awesome. You know, it, it really, uh, you know, freaks you out a lot about, you know. It lights it lights a fire too, though. I know in uh I know in Indy, I mean we were halfway through and uh I was the only mauler without a fish and I know running through my head was man they said it was a surprise I'm coming out here <laughs> at that point we were down by a lot and it just lit that fire I gotta get this done not only like for me but for my guys like I can't let them down. That was always in the back of the head, feeding the fuel. 
So yeah, there, I there's, don't mind it. <laughs> there, there's no quitting in the KFL because you will feel you feel so bad whenever you don't have a great day or you only put up one fish or or whatever it is, man. It, you feel you feel really bad, like you really let your team down. You know? Yeah, individual events like you have a bad. No one scrolls down past the top like ten or twelve, so it's. Like, yeah, you obviously want to win, but it's like, look, even the best are going to go out there and have stinker days, you know? And it's uh, it just, like, so much more highlighted when, when it's a team thing. You know, they're going to be talking about it after. And if you're, like, the glaring weakness, it, it definitely sucks, you know? it's Especially, like, our group, like, we, we do have some big names, you know? And it's like, like, I, I, you know, I'll be sitting there fishing, and it's like, like, I've done I've done well, right? But, like, there's way bigger names than me. That's for sure. You know what I mean? It's like, God, I don't want to let these guys down. You know, it's, uh, it definitely adds pressure, but it's good pressure though. You know, it's, um, you should be responding to that stuff in like, a you know, a positive way. It should get you pumped up, not afraid. You know, it's like, so definitely adds a really cool element to the whole thing. So. Hey Mike, how many inches did y'all have on chick last year and the championship? Oh, I can't remember. It was close. Um, Because I don't know if you guys remember, but Texas started submitting after the deadline, and we were all geeking. Like, we didn't know what happened. You know, it was like we thought – but I can't remember. I want to say it was like – I want to say like low 180s, but I could be totally lying. I I really don't remember. Um, You guys have experience there? I was just about to ask that. Yeah, I fished it. I fished it a few times. Um, Jordan uh, practically lives there, so he fishes it a lot. Uh, Joe has fished chick since I believe '79, so he's got a lot of experience there for a long time. You can never uh, put Joe out. Joe can turn it on some days. Like it's like some days he just wakes up and decides he's done being a nice, loving, normal fisherman, and he just goes out there and just like bam slams him down like he did in texas and then like there's other tournaments where it's like i get better like photography shots from him than fish he caught that day it's like you weren't fishing do you like do you realize there was a tournament going on like but i joe joe and jordan i think could completely show out on chick for sure we expect them to we expect them to hey that's what we want like we've been hearing okay granite state they're gonna do this and that and it's like okay great we heard that you know it's we heard oh, nobody can beat Indy. Nobody can do this. You know, you guys got to go beat Pennsylvania on the Susky. And it's like, we're not disrespecting anyone, but we just don't care. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you guys are going to put up a big bag. You know, I would bet my bottom dollar on that, but I think we will too. You know, and it's just kind of, it. that's the, we wanted, like we wanted you guys and not because we think we'll beat you. It's, we think we watched what you guys did. You guys crushed it. You guys were killing the South. And we were like, man, that'd be a fun matchup. They they got some absolute hammers, and it's uh, like that's just what we want. We're we're really competitive. We're not nobody, looking for an easy road, you know. So we nobody wants to win the championship the yeah. easy way. We no, all want to say we, we deserved it. We yeah. were the best, and we yeah. know you guys feel that way too. Yeah, yeah. We think we're, we're probably dogs, you know. We're probably dogs. You guys are close. Oh, not come on, not by much. I, I don't. I don't think we'll be the. I don't think we'll be the underdog since y'all are the reigning champs. So yeah. well, I, don't know. I don't know. I think you guys will be on top. I mean, you guys live closer and have a yeah, lot more. Yeah, and everyone picks against us every week. You too. guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it it's it's going to be tough, and it, yeah. it, it's going to be a really good matchup. Yeah, 
Hey, it's I just hope a, it's, it's going to be a slugfest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this time of year, it could be amazing from, from what I've heard. It, you know, it could be, but something the, the, the weather in the south is completely bonkers right now compared to like this time last year. I know a lot of the fisheries are fishing tough because of like the sudden giant cold snap. So yeah. it'd be, I mean, y'all still got some more time before that. So everything's going to yeah. be leveling out and getting back to normal. But it's been like bluebird skies for like three weeks. I've never seen and annoying. <laughs> well, that, that place is one of the most pressured lakes probably yeah. in the country, you know? So it's, um, at least you, you, you get know. by that time you get some of the hunters uh, they're not fishing so yeah yeah. yeah yeah so what do you guys think it's going to take to win then i said 180 last night it'll take take at least that much for sure mm-hmm. i think th- th- i think i think somebody's going to crack 190 Woo. that'd, that'd be a big yeah. i don't know i've never been there chick like my experience with chick is it i mean it is it's really good and it can be really bad it's one of the most humbling fisheries that mm-hmm. i've fished i mean you can go one day and put up you know 90 something inches and then feel great about yourself and then turn around go the next day and conditions be different you know the, the bite's almost non-existent so i mean it's just i don't know it's gonna it's it's gonna be tough i mean it's gonna be fun to figure out but I think, I mean, between y'all and us, I, I'm sure somebody's going to crack 190. I mean, I just, I don't see how it's not going to happen. I mean, I. Yeah. And that place. Which would be, like, which would be awesome. You know, that's, that's the way you want it. I mean, that'd yeah. be, I hope it's close and I hope we all, all just smack them, you know, and then comes down to a couple of kickers and, but who knows? I mean, it's, you just don't know. I mean, it, it's a wild format and anything can happen. And one you team know, and that, goes that, out there and struggles and it's like, wheels blown off who knows you know but it, it is gonna be fun though and that I mean, place I is I... historically like you you talk to guys that like i'm friends with a lot of tennessee clubs so you hear all about all the local stuff there every time you talk to somebody about uh, you know the winter is it fish is so small like um Sadiki like fished one area 50 yards wide for two days like and it's always something like that it could be a stretch of pockets and only one pocket, you know, that whole day. It just for it to be a lake that can throw up. I mean, a giant fish that it does. It's like they concentrate sometimes, just hard to one small area. I mean, you can say that about a lot of lakes, but I mean, you can hear about guys on some of the other Tennessee rivers, like Pickwick. Pickwick, you're going to run around. You're not going to catch them in one spot most of the time. But you know, if you think of it from like a, a big boat perspective, but especially this year, just like listening to the winners and talking to you know, a bunch of my buddies. It's that one magical area, just two days of 100 I yard think, stretch. I think you see that a lot more on river systems than lakes is you'll find that they'll be right there in the small. I don't know. It's weird. It's if they travel in packs or what, I mean, I've had, I've had some success down in Alabama. Uh, I came in third in the KBF event down there at Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler. and I mean, it was the same thing there. I kind of found most of my fish just loaded up on one little spot at a certain time when the current was doing a certain thing. You know, God knows on Pickwick, if they turn the current off, everything's gone. <laughs> That's most of them lakes for sure. Yeah. For sure. 
All right. Well, we don't want to hold y'all up for too long. Appreciate y'all being on. It's either way. It's Quint. Let's go down there, have some fun, and and hang out at the at the you know Blue Creek, whatever it is, and and have some good fellowship and catch oh, some fish. Hey, you guys had a hell of a year, man. I congratulations. Yeah, however it goes, you know. Too, it's, and we're happy to play the best. Like we want, we wanted the best, you know. And we we felt like you guys certainly deserved it from the south. We you know paid paid attention. You guys kicked a lot of ass, so it, it is going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I said it earlier, we wouldn't want anybody else in this championship. So I'm excited to see how it all folds down. I think well, you got to watch those, that humble competition. That's the guys to be scared of. Yeah, like, the, I'm, yeah. I'm getting some big dude vibes from these guys over here. Like they're super humble. <laughs> I, I think that's just a lot of our team. We understand fishing's fishing. Everybody's going to have their day. And uh, I think regardless, it's just going to make for some good good television to watch for sure so, yeah if there's um, no if there's no chance you lose it wouldn't be fun you know everybody <laughs> loses sometime so it's just kind of like hey we know you guys could could potentially whoop us but that's what we want we want it so it's like it's going to be a great time you know and and either way you know we're going to have some fun so and if if everybody doesn't know second place is eleven thousand dollars so the team's guaranteed eleven grand first place is thirty two thousand so big swing Big money. Yeah, for sure. That'll help. You guys want to chop like poker? Let's chop. No. (laughs) I would I would take a chop. All that competitive talk was bullshit. Let's just I would still I would still go do a side pot, but chop it. I would chop it. Hey, I'm I always take guaranteed Um, money every time. I think my teammates would kill me if I offered that. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I think some of us are a little bit too competitive on the Maulers to let that one go. (laughs) <laughs> all right well before we let you go we want to give you a chance to shout out any sponsors or anybody that makes fishing easier for you nate we'll start with you man uh definitely fresh baits uh they're a big part of my success and a lot of what i throw uh hooks at hoodlums dakota lithium batteries uh raise eyewear and then of course uh all the sponsors that help out with the maulers like x-zone uh, malone fusa mgc you know they're all great and uh they make our lives a lot easier in this league and we appreciate that X-Zone, get in the zone. I love it. Uh, Mike, how about you, man? Well, he covered all the team stuff. And, uh, you know, so I just want to shout out the boys, you know, the teammates. And, um, you know, most most times I, I like to thank guys like you, content creators, the tournament trail directors, everyone that makes it possible for us normal guys to go have a blast. And when the hell would we be talking to guys from Alabama about meeting up in Tennessee to have a derby, you know, it's like, it's a cool opportunity. So I just appreciate that we have stuff like this to do and uh, all the sponsor stuff and all that. I mean, Nate pretty much covered. So cool. Coley. Um, Jackson kayaks, uh, dugout, uh, halo rods, um, that's it for me. And then the team stuff, you know, dug out again. Um, I mean, yeah. all the, all the team guys, I mean, it's this, everybody knows. Chuck. Uh, you know, wife Pilar, she's a big, big player in all this. Uh, you know, when, when I'm out here having fun fishing, she's, you know, 
taking care of the baby and all that good stuff. Uh, Got to thank uh, Dan and Coco up here for giving me uh, a nickname this year. Uh, you know, thank thank you, Jimmy, for having us on. And, you know, all our team sponsors, Daniel, you'll list them off, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate, you know, all you guys. Yeah, for, for the Kingfishers this year, it was dugout bait and tackle, Bayano power batteries, uh, Ram tool was our big one, and uh, Cherokee County, Alabama. Beautiful Cherokee County, Alabama. There you go. Uh, well, we appreciate y'all being on and good luck the rest of the year. And we'll see you. See y'all here in a couple of weeks. All right. Congrats on the Thanks for having us. Awesome. I'm actually going to have to tune into this one. I think this one's going to be a good one. Yeah. It'll just be one. I didn't know that they were returning champs. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. they won last year. Yeah, that, that's that's really cool, though. I mean, like, not only do they kick ass this year, but you're getting to go up against the dominating team from last year. So, well, uh, let's uh, well, if you were, hold on just a second. I'll do the. Um, oh, how do you spell them? Oh, dude, I'm from I so typed from it in a second ago, and uh, I failed miserably. Are you on? I can't even spell Massachusetts. I can't say it and I can't pronounce it. I have a real problem. Uh, but I want to go over their whole team. It's, I don't know who all's on their team. I, I know it's Kenwood, Derek Brundle, Matthew Conant, uh, them two guys. Uh, I know they're going to be upset because I didn't say the other guys. I'm sorry. Um, I'm an idiot. Uh, if and, uh yeah john ferrera as i say fishing chaos worked a little fucking smoother i'd have all this information john ferrera and joe uh d apostrophe a d d e o joe de ao there you go hopefully i didn't <laughs> say that one and in our teams obviously coley and chuck myself lance coley um dustin nichols Drew, Jordan Marshall, yeah, Jordan Marshall, Joe McElroy, and Nick Dyer. So I wanted to give everybody on the two teams shout out. So there you go. Yeah, it's all good. Well, uh, yeah, we got a few tournaments to go over that happened this week. Uh, as we talked about a little bit in the beginning, we had the Bassmasters final event, two day event on Pickwick. Eighty people signed up for that one. Drew Gregory first place, one seventy five and a half. Guillermo Gonzalez, second place with 167 and a quarter. And Christine Fisher, 166 and a quarter for third. Next up, the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail on the Dayton Rivers. Uh, 37 anglers, first place. Reese Stoughton with 97 and three quarters. And I saw his little Facebook recap of that. And that dude slayed smallmouth for that tournament. I think he says the best smallmouth day he's ever had. Um, second place, Tim Crab Jr. Sorry, Tim Crabtree Jr. with 91 and three quarters. Third place, Michael Pippen with 83 and a half. Uh, moving on from there, the Arkansas Kayak State Championship on Lake Dardanelle. Two-day tournament, uh, 55 anglers. First place, Larry Hollis with 162. Second place, Chris Jones with 154 and three quarters. And third place, Cole Sykes with 154 and a half. Next up is the Moyak Fishing Tournament Series on Palm de Terre. 62 anglers. First place, Chris Robs with 81 and a half. Second place, Lance Burris with 80 inches. Third place, Dorman Huey with 78 and a half. Uh, next up, the Kayak Anglers Association of Central Arizona on Roosevelt Lake. 31 anglers. First place, Mark Nianus. 
maybe 92 inches second place bryce gibbs with 80 and three quarter and third place mark Heltzel with 80 inches and last but not least cincinnati kayak fishing 100 mile radius event uh 100 miles from the great american ballpark is eligible uh 49 anglers five fish limit first place jason Klim- klimpo with 89 and a half second place eric jones 79 and a half third place jason young with 79 and a quarter and that was it. The seasons are winding down. It's championship season. We've got the TOCs coming up at some point. I don't even know when. It's kind of sad. I knew it at one point. I've lost my note. Um, just had the last Bassmaster. The KBFNC is... Next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Yep. On uh, Kentucky Lake. And then I think it's... Day three is on Barkley. Um. No, that's this weekend. Is it? Because next weekend's the Tennessee State Championship up there. You say so, man. I, I think so. I'm gonna look it up. You would think that as professionals that we would have this shit wrote down, but I'll tell you what, I have not been doing good lately, so I'm sorry. But yeah, that was a fun show. The, y'all make the KFL sound so good. It's nice to hear the good things come around all the the BS that normally all you hear about it so it's not that much bs i mean it's like a couple things that people just just would not shut up about over (laughs) and over and over it's been like the same two things all year long and they they just don't go away the people are like you know like i don't know the people involved scorn lovers drop it yeah but uh yeah no great show and Good to have another one. Hopefully, um, the Bassmaster stuff will get worked out, and we can have an update on that at minimum. Do an update next week weekend to talk about it. And yeah, anything else, Dano? That's it. Sweet. Well, this has been another fun episode of the Real Down. Glad everybody stuck with us, and we will see y'all next week. Later, everybody. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle box.